What's up? This is Rayshon Jenkins, and you're listening to the Chargers Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. Chris Harry here with you. We're going to get to Eric Williams of ESPN. I talked to him and Haley Elwood directly after the game. Chargers lose 13-10 to the Lions. Let's get Eric's reaction to the loss, and then Haley and I will jump in later. About as frustrating a loss as uh, you can imagine, Eric Williams. Yeah, uh, you know, it was just talking to Haley before we got started. It was reminiscent of a couple years ago when they, uh, before this team had kind of learned how to win those close games, they were losing games like this where um, they would make a lot of mistakes and then they wouldn't be able to capitalize uh, at the end of the games because they just, this mistakes just mounted and they just put themselves in a position where they couldn't work themselves out of it. Uh, that was the case today. Although I felt like at last drive that they were going to get to the end zone and somehow uh, you win sense the game. that, right? Yeah, just because the, they because they moved the ball the entire game. They went up and down the field. They just didn't get in the end zone because of penalties or turnovers. Um, so you kind of sensed that they were going to be able to to get there. They converted a couple third downs. Uh, Mike Williams made a big play. Keenan made a big play to kind of get them in scoring position. But then you know. Uh, Philip, you know, tries to, to throw that that back shoulder ball to Keenan, and Darius turned and found it, uh, and then made it made a big play on the interception. So, um, you know, I think if you're the Chargers, you're frustrated. This is a game that you feel like you controlled the entire time and should have came away with a victory, uh, but you don't get it. You're one and one. You go home. You get to play the Texans. Um, that's probably a more meaningful game because they're an AFC opponent versus true. an NFC opponent. So, why you're you're upset? You can't feel too badly about it because ultimately you didn't play well. Haley, I go to that third quarter. Chargers were up 10-6. to They completely outplayed Detroit in that third quarter, but that sequence where Justin Jackson gets a touchdown called back, Austin Eckler gets a touchdown called back, then Eckler ultimately fumbles. Ty Long misses a field goal. Um, The the Chargers had two interceptions in that quarter from Casey Hayward, Rayshon Jenkins. It it just seemed like nothing could really go their way ultimately. Yeah, that definitely was what it seemed like. And it was just, it was guys in the locker room talking to them. It was frustrating. That's sort of the takeaway from this game. But talking to a guy like Austin Eckler, I mean, he, he's mad at himself ultimately. And for making those mistakes and things like that. But he said, I asked him, I'm like, how do you not, though, let the frustration manifest? And he said, kind of just use it. He's like, I'm going to use it as fuel. I'm going to use it as fuel for next week's game. And he, he said it was a rookie mistake by him to try to jump over. And when he fumbled, and he'll learn from it. And but, he had been success, successful previously. Yeah. Remember you training know, early camp? In the game. Remember the training and camp drill that we were doing? That in training the first camp. touchdown of the game. But one yeah. thing Coach Lynn said when he talked to reporters here is there's a time to jump over and there's a time yeah. to just stay on the ground. He felt that was a time where he didn't have to jump. Mm-hmm. He could have stayed on the ground and found a crease to get in rather than you know, try to go over the top and you lead the ball up in the air like that. And so um, uh, that was a learning moment, obviously, for Austin. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams with a nice capper to the first half of that 47-yard catch yeah. uh, from Phillip Rivers. And, and Ty Long, hey, what can you say? I mean, he, he steps in, missed two field goals today, but he, he made the one at the end of the first half. But I think it's clear that this team does need Michael Badgett back. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, they call him the money badger for a reason, right? I mean... He's your starting kicker because he's one of the, the, the best kickers in the league, I think, just in terms of how he's performed over the last year. So, yeah, you're going to miss him ultimately. They were able to get by with Ty the previous week. This week, you know, it doesn't work in their favor. Um, you know, the one off the left crossbar, 
I think that kind of got in his head a little bit. And then, you know, you get the other one where you, you end up pushing it. I think it was wide right. Is that, is that correct, if I remember it correctly? I think, I think so. so. So, I mean, that's that's kind of part of the whole story, right? You have a backup kicker who actually kicked pretty well the previous week. Now he doesn't kick as well, and you're not able to, to pick him up in other areas of the uh, of the game. I think what's strange, too, is, like, Prater missed the field goal yeah. on an extra point. Venetieri gave up a bunch of points the week before. So the, the Chargers were kind of getting lucky with yeah. the opposing team missing kicks. Yeah, yeah, they were getting those breaks that way, but then when it happens to you – and you miss out on six points, makes a difference at the end of the day. Yeah, it does. I think ultimately what, what Coach Lynn is frustrated about is this had been a team that was doing a great job of not beating themselves mm-hmm. over the previous season and really making other teams beat them, playing a clean game, you know, limiting penalties, limiting turnovers, uh, just keeping the chains moving, and that totally changed today. Um, and so now you kind of have to go back and go, we really need to emphasize the fundamentals making sure we're doing everything correctly so that we're not getting in a situation where this becomes Routine. a weekly thing. Exactly. And this was the Chargers came to win. You sure. know, you know, and you go back to last year, that ASAP mentality, they they were seven and one on the road, eight and one if you count the game in London. Yeah. So this was a team that was capable of winning virtually anywhere. And you know, this first road game, it, I think it's important to realize that there's 14 more to go first off. And the fact that you said it's an NFC team, it, you know, that Texans game is going to mean a little bit more, sure. especially beating Indy. If you could be Indy in Houston going into Miami, that's, a, that, that's something you can rebound from quickly. Here. Yeah, that's why I brought it up, because if you're going to lose a game, you'd rather lose this one than mm-hmm. lose that Texans game at home because it's going to factor in, you know, playoff seeding. And, and if you get in the playoffs, potentially, that's a much more important game that you want to win that's outside of your division. Although you, you hate to just hand over a game to yeah. another team. which And I guarantee you, this locker room right now, yeah. they, they don't care if this was an NFC or an AFC right. team. They're frustrated They're with the L. Definitely frustrated. And, you know, give, give Detroit credit. They, they certainly made enough plays to earn the victory. Um, so I think, you know, you have to kind of say that as well. It wasn't like they just – they didn't do anything. I mean, Darius Lee had to make a, a big play to, to get the picks to to seal the victory for the Lions. Uh, but certainly uh, the Chargers left a bunch of plays out there. And that was a great matchup all day. Slay yeah. versus Slayer, it was, to, right? it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, closing thoughts before we miss the bus, Paley. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a great throw. Uh, I will say one bright spot, though. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Combined, 11 receptions, 181 yards. Wow. It's big. It's big. It's really, really big, especially knowing Mike, you know, there were talks. Is he fully healthy mm-hmm. coming into this game? But he came up in huge situations for this team. You mentioned the two interceptions. That had been something that had been a point of emphasis during offseason work, training camp. They wanted to get more interceptions in the back end. So the fact that they were able to get two of them, they usually come in bunches. So maybe that's a sign of things to come for that secondary. It was a big deal to see, you know, in case he didn't have one last year, no. he did have that pick two in week 17, but that yeah. doesn't count. It doesn't not, totally it's not count. It's not in the book. But uh, Eric Williams, ESPN, you're going to be joining us on, on these post-game podcasts. Very much look forward to it. Uh, Chargers, tough L here, 13-10 from Ford Field. Me and Haley are going to try to get back to L.A. here in a quick manner. Yep. Thanks, Eric. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, guys, we know you love the Chargers, but you also probably love saving money, too. And Mercury Insurance can help you with that because Chargers fans save an average of $769 with Mercury. That'll get you great seats for the next game and jerseys for the whole family, too. So what are you waiting for? Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com to see how much you could save. It only takes a few minutes to switch, and it could save you a lot of money. Don't wait. Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com. 
Savings info based on 2019 California Department of Insurance rate comparison profile 38A. Individual savings may vary. All right, Haley, so we've had a day to kind of process this tough loss. Chargers lose 13-10 to the Lions. And uh, Eric brought up a good point about it's an NFC team, okay? Mm-hmm. You never want to lose to any team, especially yeah. this locker room. If, if you told them, hey, it's an NFC team, I don't think they'd take to that too kindly because they want to win every game. But you have Houston up this Sunday. Uh, you already beat Indy. A great opportunity to rebound. Absolutely. And I think this team will do that. And talking to guys in the locker room yesterday, they, you know, kind of what I said in that conversation with Eric Austin Eckler said he's going to use that frustration as fuel for next week's game and everything like that. So I think it is a good opportunity to rebound. Look, it's extremely hard, we know, in this league to go undefeated. Losses are going to happen at times. It's just kind of how it goes. Um, But all in all, sure, this team can absolutely rebound. They've done it before. They've done it in the past, and it's worked out for them in the end. Losses happen to every single team. I think what's probably frustrating for this group is that they know they shouldn't have lost this one. How it happened. And how it happened. Yeah. That third quarter especially, mm-hmm. we, we broke it down with Eric. The the two interceptions, that sequence where you have two touchdowns called back due to penalties, the yeah. fumble at the one-yard line, uh, you missed two field goals in the second half. Mm-hmm. All of those things, just one of those things goes right for the Chargers. They probably win the game. A hundred percent. It was sort of those mistakes that this team in a way almost used to make and was kind of known for making. And then they got over that hump and they found a way to win close games. And, but again, you know, it happens. And Mm -hmm. talking to Casey Hayward yesterday, I was like, but what is the difference though, between winning in week one and losing in week two? And he said, ultimately he's like, he put the onus on the defense. He's like, the offense kind of bailed us out in week one. We need to bail them out and help them when it's our turn to stay well, on the field. Well, they certainly did it, too. They did. The thing is, if you allow just 13 points, right. the defense is doing its right. job. I mean, part of the offense, and overall, I mean, one of the things when I kind of went back and looked at this game, Matt Stafford had two picks that the Chargers couldn't do anything with at the mm-hmm. end of the day. The one drive, obviously, was the one that had the two touchdowns nullified and then Eckler's fumble. And then the second one, I believe, was um, a field goal miss. So that's a huge bummer when you get those turnovers, but you can't capitalize off of them. That hurts you in the end. Chargers offense, though, they, they moved the ball. Keenan Allen, 8 for 98. Austin Eckler, 6 for 67. Mike Williams, 3 for 83, including that 47-yarder mm-hmm. at the end. Actually, I was down on the field when Phillip threw that ball. It was a beautiful ball. It was, yeah. And it, halftime was about to start. Uh-huh. And he was in the corner of the end zone, and he took his helmet off. All in good nature with the crowd. Like, that was a pretty ball, wasn't yeah. it? And I think, <laughs> I think they agreed. I think they did, too. But um, it, it, was, it was great to see them move the ball. But again, it's the penalties, and the Chargers only had three penalties in Week One. Mm-hmm. You know, the lowest in the league. So to go from that to to what you saw on Sunday, obviously things need to be cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, what was it? Nine for seventy. Yeah, I think yeah, nine. That's that hurts you in the end, ultimately. Especially and on mean, the road. On the road, a hundred percent. And this offense was moving the ball, but then you know they didn't score again after that second quarter. So you have to be able to finish those drives. And ultimately, like we said, you know, two of them ended in field goal misses, but it doesn't help you when you can get down, you know, it sounds stupid to say, like I sound like an idiot, but you need to be able to finish those drives and they didn't necessarily do that at all times yesterday. And injuries are going to happen Mm -hmm. to all 32 teams. Mm -hmm. This team just seems to be hit by injuries a little bit harder right now at this point. And Coach Lynn is going to have his press conference. So if you're listening to this before 115 Pacific, be sure to to listen to Coach Lynn or just go back to Chargers.com later this afternoon. 
and hear what he has to say. I'm interested to see what he has to say about some of the injuries and just 100%. kind of his his reaction to after watching the tape a little bit. Yeah, but. You know, again, kind of talking to guys in the locker room because they were getting peppered with questions about, oh, you guys are injured and you have injuries to keep players. But no one was using that, though, as an excuse as to why they lost this game. And I think that has been a great part of the Anthony Lynn culture of that next man up mentality that really these guys do believe that whoever is next in that role will rise to the occasion. So. They weren't necessarily using that as an excuse. It is a bummer. Obviously, this team would look a lot different if guys like Hunter and Derwin were on the field and and things like that. But ultimately, though, you know, it'll be interesting kind of where they go from here with some of the guys that got nicked up yesterday. But um, Adrian Phillips left yeah, the game. Yeah. Um, Derwin, Hunter, Melvin, Russell. Again, the the team doesn't use it as excuses right. but that's just the facts right it's now the facts. you know it's the facts that if those guys give and take even a couple others like michael davis yesterday if he was healthy and he was on the field it's another and, great example right it could make a big difference at the end of the day and mike williams he he yeah. was a game time decision went in three for 83 so for him to kind of gut it out as well uh, i'm not discouraged because no. this team has done it time and time again mm-hmm. on the road at home um, they've found ways to to rebound and bounce back from adversity. Yep. So I don't think any Chargers fans should be concerned about that. It's just frustrating to lose a game that all of those guys know they should have won. All of those guys know they should have won. And and when you hold your opponent opponent, excuse me, to just six points through three quarters, you have a shot. You have. And a I think decent that's what shot. was encouraging Haley yeah. too. Is we saw the the rushing defense yeah. from week one to week two really tighten up there. So they made the necessary adjustments defensively. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's only week two. It's only week two. <laughs> so week three, just to look ahead a little bit, the next five opponents the Chargers have are all AFC opponents, um, starting with Houston, and it's it's only Monday, but you know Houston. They scored 13 points. I think yeah. they beat the Jags 13 to 12. It's going to be fun because there's always storylines each and every week. That we got the Watt brothers, we got uh, the Deshaun crew. the Deshaun Watson and Mike Williams mm-hmm. connection, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, an old friend uh, Jaleel Adai yep. comes back to Los Angeles. So uh, this game has a has a little bit of juice. It does have a little bit of juice, and I think it'll be a really exciting game. I think it'll be really interesting. I. You know, it's it's a good test for this Chargers team, I think, with Houston coming in. And like you said at the top, the implications, though, of getting a win against this team so much greater because ultimately seating and conference record and things like that to be determined towards the end of the season, a win or a loss here can make a huge difference there. It can. And whether it's Indy. Houston, there there could be a team you're competing with for a wild card spot. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're you're hoping to to take the AFC West. Yep. But th- this is a great test to to see if you can get two AFC wins in in the span of three weeks before going to Miami. And I know Miami's been struggling of late, but listen, any road game you got to take every single opponent very very seriously. Yeah, any given Sunday. I mean, as we always say, it's a week to week league, and you can't discredit the Dolphins at this point. I mean, obviously they got blanked by the Patriots on Sunday, but at the same time, you never know. Anything else that that stood out to you that you're going to be thinking about going into week three, Haley? I think overall, just kind of seeing how these guys rebound, which we talked about a little bit, and we know that they can, but sort of just putting this behind them. You know, Casey and Austin kind of had two semi-different takes on that. Austin, like I said, he said, you know, he'll use it as fuel in case he said he'll probably sit on this a little bit until it is officially time to turn the page to Houston on Wednesday. And obviously, once 
8 a.m., 9 a.m. on Wednesday hits, these guys will totally be focused on it. But, you know, it'll be interesting. And just kind of being able to shut out the noise, which this team does a really great job at every day, week in, week out. Um, But just kind of seeing how they rebound. But ultimately, and like I said in that interview with Eric, I was just so impressed by Keenan and Mike. And I mean, Keenan was covered by Darius Slay all day. That was a heck of a matchup. And (laughs) honestly, like, if you don't have Game Pass, get Game Pass just for that because I want to go back and watch that matchup. Yeah, and they were so impressed. They were so impressive. I mean, to put up those numbers, and especially, like I said, too, with Mike not practicing two days last week, kind of being dinged up coming into this game and putting up the numbers that he did and coming through in clutch situations was huge. It's one thing to be, you know, you upset, you lose to a team on the road that you probably should have beat, but it gives you a great perspective, too, because this team, you take the playoffs out of it. Mm-hmm. This was the first road loss on yeah. a plane that this team had yeah. since 2017. We didn't have that feeling no. last year. You know, <laughs> there were a lot of good flights last year. Save, save for the the New England game, and you know that one was unfortunately that by halftime, uh, yeah, New England kind of put new. their stamp on that thing. But last year, to go through all of these tough places from London to Seattle to Pittsburgh to Kansas City and come out with a win, I think Tom and Coach Lynn have said it like you can't recreate last year. Mm-hmm. You have to every year is its own year. So this is a, another learning experience, mm-hmm. I think. You know, Detroit, they have some players. And, and this is year two of Matt Patricia and, and their program. Um, so, you know, it, it's certainly one to to learn from. And again, the fact that it's an NFC team, I think when you look back on it, it may be a little bit easier to swallow, even though every loss kind of stinks. And it's so early on in the season, too. I mean, there's so much football left to be played that ultimately losses like this. I mean, like we said, they losses will eventually happen. So hard to go undefeated in this league. I think there are what seven teams that are undefeated right now or eight, something like that, that are two and oh. But with that being said, you put it behind you, you move on. And to your point about Tom and, and coach momentum may not carry over, but that culture will. Yes. And I think that's where these guys We'll find that at the end of the day, that, that culture go, that's been building. Yes, you go back to that culture, especially when when you have moments like this throughout mm-hmm. the season, and it's going to happen to every single team. Yeah. You're going to face adversity. That's what the NFL is. Right. So to go back to that culture um, and kind of your, your core beliefs, mm-hmm. um, that's going to get you through to week three. 100%. All right, Haley, final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. Hoping for a, uh, a different outcome next week. Hopefully get a player on here after uh, the Chargers play the Texans. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. The new Chargers Podcast Network, we are rolling with podcasts. Haley. Rolling. The Playmakers <laughs> Pod is up. Episode 3 coming. Haley's got a special guest. We'll have Chargers Weekly up. Mike and Ike are doing things um, on the Backstage Chargers Podcast. And then we'll be back, of course, next Sunday. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>